Hello, and welcome back. It's the Goals Don't Move podcast. Quick episode for you this week, because we only have four Premier League games because of the international break coming up. Nonetheless, it's a great one, so enjoy. What up? It's Goals Don't Move Podcast. We're back, baby. What up, James? Hey, dude, mate. Hey, I'm good. I'm good, dude. I'm chilling, you know. A little brain fried, some big deals going on at work today, but we don't care. Money, money. Like, yeah, it's a lot of money on the table, you know? That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. But no, I'm having a a, a brain fart already. I've been having brain farts all day. Um, but yeah, everything's going well. Gonna hit the gym after this, gonna make some good dinner, gonna be feeling all right. So happy about that. What's new with you? What'd you have for dinner tonight? I had um actually something I've never had before, barbecue mushroom burgers. Really? Mm. And uh out of ten? They were pretty good actually. Um I got the wedges right, which always helps. It came with wedges mm. and uh what was the it was tomato and parsley salad, which was a little bit, a little bit weird. I do. Uh, I get HelloFresh, so it's. I uh, don't know if you've mm. heard of HelloFresh. Yeah. So. Um, oh yeah. So it's 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 perfect for me because it it gives me a bit of variety, but I also don't have to source the food, which is uh, a gripe of mine. So, yeah, it's, it's no, it was quite nice actually. Feel it was a nice little bit of change. Uh, I've got it for lunch tomorrow as well because um, I'm doing this. I kind of do one evening and then one uh, lunchtime the next day. It works out pretty well. Good. Now, quick question for you and for all the listeners. James used to, when I was living with James, he'd make the same lunch every single day for work. He would cut up uh, some lettuce. He'd get the olives, uh, tomato cut up, and a rotisserie chicken, and would literally have a Caesar salad. And he'd make his own croutons, and would have Don't never a Caesar the salad. Never, because well, sometimes he would have to because I would eat them at night. <laughs> That's true. They were um, they were delicious. He makes the best croutons I've ever seen in my life. Do you still eat that? I don't, unfortunately. Um, you, you, no, that's you, good. You were right. You're right in the prime of that. That was about a year and a half. I had chicken Caesar salad for in the end. Um, yeah, I, I just it was. It started off massive, and I think it slowly mm. like there was quite a lot of sauce to start off with, and it slowly kind of whittled down as I kind of realized that the it, yeah it was starting to grate on me. But no, I don't do that anymore, mate. Um, I did do bagels for a while again. I was a big bagel guy. Um, simple and easy but now now i've kind of got a little bit of a routine going with my dinner night before so it works out pretty well but yeah the chicken caesar days are over there were some good days but they're they're over now thank god dude that was that was psychopath tendencies (laughs) you making the same meal every single day for lunch that's psychopathic tendencies i was like a little concerned i was gonna get killed and no one's gonna be able to find me because no one knew where i was really living (laughs) i Um, i call it laziness i it was i knew how to make it and it was simple no, if you were lazy, you would have gone to Tesco and grabbed the little lunch deal they always do. But it's not yeah, that good. True. But also, I was living, you know, living at home. I didn't buy the food, so I all, all, mm. I, had to, all I had to do was make it. Um, so that was on me. So that helped. That's a wrinkled brain play on your part. That's a smart move. Smart <laughs> Thank move. You. Thank you. It's actually a genius. Yeah. Um, very happy about that for you. Thanks. But save money, but also 
kind of psychopathic. Whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So this episode, obviously, uh, to everyone listening now, we have the international break that is upon us. Um, I believe games start, what, tomorrow, James? Yeah, I think tomorrow. Yeah, I, like I don't even know if we have any... I think it's all the way from tomorrow till next Tuesday. We England definitely. I think England play Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday. So it's pretty pretty packed. I think they got three games. Mm, yeah, I think so. That sucks, dude. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're already Mason knackered Greenwood. as well. Yeah, I, I, exactly. This shouldn't be a thing. This should be a, a week of rest and recovery. Mm. Man, Manchester United have played a game on average like every three point six days since. Imagine. I don't know, a while back. They've got like mm-hmm. the most games played. It's ridiculous. Um, and I know other teams like are right up there. Like I think Spurs are right up there because they're in Europa. Leicester's, I don't know if Leicester's, I think Leicester is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, Liverpool's up there. Like it's just the amount of games they're playing right now is crazy. And you could see it in the, I know we're already getting into it. This is the FA Cup tie against Leicester. United were knackered. And that's the first time I think I've used that word on this podcast, but they were <laughs> knackered. Um, Good word. Now, it's just like, you know, it, it's and have an international break on top of all of this. It's already going on with COVID, with the players already tired, with no proper preseason this year. It's just like, do we really need one right now? No. Like, mm. you know who you're going to select and who you're not going to take. And we can get into it later, but Gareth Southgate not taking Wampasaka might be the dumbest thing ever. And I really hope that he pays for it but yeah we're not okay. near- well yeah cool yeah we'll get it we'll get into it a little bit we'll do a little inter- tiny bit of international because i don't yeah. here's Neither our second really thing care, do we? no i don't give a shit but here's our second thing for everyone listening today we only have like four matches to go over so it's going to be a short one and it's also going to be very casual we have hardly done any prep we don't have a deep dive there's there's nothing to talk about and and to be completely honest i think we're both really looking forward to a week off next week mm. uh it's these are fun these are a lot of fun but it's also a grind to get through them preparing every weekend making a deep dive when we do you know obviously watching the games isn't that big of a burden we enjoy it (laughs) but uh talking about it preparing for it making sure we've got all our notes in order it is a big process to get everything together and ready so we are happy that you know we do have listeners and people enjoy but also we're thankful somewhat for the international breaks to give us some time off because it's definitely needed and appreciated so we will be enjoying i don't know what you're gonna do with your tuesday jams but my my next tuesday gonna be lit it's gonna be a good time bro it's gonna <laughs> be great i'm gonna try and do something significant but um i don't think i'm still allowed out of the house technically so uh but we'll see limited um possibilities but we'll see break out bro break out yeah Got maybe to. that's the thing yeah all right well let's get into the games real quick we start off with Fulham played Leeds. They lost one to two. I mean, I'm not really that shocked. Rafinha scored, which is cool. I'm sure you're happy with Patrick Bamford scoring. Pretty even game overall. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. We said this is going to be casual. This is as casual as it gets. I, I didn't watch the game, James. I'm not really sure. I'm upset Fulham lost because I don't like Leeds. I'll put that out there. And I kind of mm. like Fulham. Um, and you know what? Their defense has been pretty rock solid the last couple months. They're almost out of relegation. They're fighting with Newcastle. They're literally duking it out with Newcastle. And I think the reason Newcastle will go down is because of fat man, Steve Bruce. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's, that's all I've got for that one. Cool to see Rafinha score. I heard he might be on the move this summer. 
Yeah, well, he's he's looked really good. Um, I must admit, I didn't I didn't really watch it, but I've seen some of the highlights. Um, it just seems one of those days that you know Leeds they always they always produce chances. I feel they always mm. produce chances. It's just actually putting them away, and I feel today was just one of those days where they just somehow put them away. Like they had a nice for Pat, Pat, Patrick Bamford's goal. They had a nice bit of play, and he you know he slotted it quite nicely away, running into the box. So it's one of those days that those sort of goals go in. I think they had two ruled out. They had two goals ruled out. Well, I think both were offside. Actually, one by the VAR, um, one was clearly offside. So. So they did have they did they did have, you know they did score some goals and maybe it was just yeah, one of those days but Anderson scored for Fulham from a from a corner I believe and yeah maybe just lack of foul, consistent firepower for uh, Fulham is cost them because they're in these games they're playing well out of all those teams at the bottom I think they're playing well the best alongside Brighton um, so it's going to be a close one but yeah uh, maybe not massively surprising this result yeah definitely now. Since we're talking relegation, I guess I won't be as lazy as I was planning on being today, <laughs> but I'm looking at the table right now. Mm. Fulham are in 18th. They pick up a win. They're out of it. Let's say they pick up a win and they're on 29. So 28 is the new lowest points. Newcastle at 28. Mm. Above them are Southampton, Burnley, and Brighton. Brighton, we predicted to go down. They're on 32. So they would be you know, four points away. Southampton and Burnley would be five points away. Are we still, I mean, obviously I've changed my answer. I think it's Newcastle that are going down now. Newcastle, West Brom, and Sheffield United, but it will be tight. Um, are you still feeling Brighton's going down or maybe even a Southampton with their awful form or a Burnley potentially? Or are we still feeling, you know, Brighton or Newcastle? Yeah, I think, I think, I think it's, Obviously, the two closest, obviously Fulham and New- Fulham and Newcastle, only being two points clear. But it feels a little bit like what um, Burnley did last season. What Brighton are doing, you know, play kind of crap all season. But when it kind of comes down to it, they need to get a few wins. Like you know, the, this at the weekend beating Newcastle, we'll get to. Um, they kind of pull out. They kind of pull it out, and maybe they do have that Premier League quality. Um, that sometimes like these teams like Newcastle are just not doing anything at the moment. It's got that sense to me because suddenly Brighton have, you know, they were nowhere, not really doing much recently. And suddenly they've been playing well in games. And I think it's two in a row now, um, two in a row. Um, or they lost the, the last three, so the three in a row and they suddenly got two in a row and they're, and they're, and they're six points clear of Fulham, which has been the difference. Like if they had these two wins, they'd be down there as well. So I think it's probably f- between Fulham and Newcastle to go down because I don't see them getting too many more points. Like six points is quite a lot to get for them if they only got, was it 29 already this season? So yeah, 26 for Fulham. So yeah, I think it's between Fulham and Newcastle. And I, I think Fulham are the better team at the moment. So I, on form, I think I agree with you. Newcastle are, are looking, looking what should be worried. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I say we back that and uh, leave that there. Um, all right. Aston Villa Tottenham. This was a match day 18 match, James. That's being played or was played over the weekend. Tottenham went 2-0. Kind of back on track from Tottenham. Good for them. Harry Kane scores. I believe Vinicius scored. Was that his first Premier League goal? Ooh, that's put me on the spot. I'm not 100% sure, but it very well could be. He did a lot of Europa League FA Cup early rounds. So, yeah, it could very well be. Yeah, I want to say it is. Because he sco- didn't he score like a hat-trick in the FA Cup, one of the early, early rounds? Yeah, I guess. playing that. like Marine. Yeah, yeah, and he did the Ronaldo celebration. Or the Mbappe yeah. celebration when he scored his third one, yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, all right. And then, you know, we're just going to skip over that because, again, casual don't really care this time, which is very cool. I'm kind of vibing with it, but we're not going to do it every time. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it more seriously every time, I promise. But, again, this is – we're trying to keep it to 15 minutes. We've got lives to live. Well, you've got sleep to get. I've That's got true. 
a life to live this afternoon, uh, <laughs> this evening. Got to get some good dinner in me. So let's just let's let's go here. West Ham Arsenal three three. Uh, what a comeback! I'm trying to think of a funny name. Olympic Stanbull, maybe. <laughs> that's good. Kristen Bull, Olympic Stanbull. That's that's, that's kind of funny, isn't yeah, it? Mate. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What a comeback! I mean, sucks that it was own goals and whatever. But shout out Jay Links. Shout out Jay Links, my guy. I'm doing the Jay Links for anyone that can't see it. Uh, we don't have the video on, but I'm doing the J Lings, a goal and an assist from him. And I mean, actually, a golazo, you could say, dude. Oh. That was a banger that he scored. Beautiful that was finish. beautiful. Yeah, J Lings has, I do have a fun stat, and I did not did not think we were going to do the podcast this week, so I didn't even prepare this stat. But Jesse Lingard has scored five times against Arsenal, more than he scored against any other club in the Premier League. How did I know Love that, was that stat. How did I know that was That's coming? a great stat. I just that's an Instagram casual browsing stat that, just, right there. You just got that off the top of your head, didn't you? Boom. Yeah, boom, boom. you can pull it's out the J Links against Arsenal goals stat, can't you? Dude, I I know that because I dislike Arsenal just as much as Jesse Lingard does. <laughs> I enough. really don't like Arsenal at all. Yeah. But I don't talk about it a lot because you like Arsenal and I try not to be super biased on this podcast, but it does show something. Dude. Come on. Whatever. It mate. shows. Obviously, it shows sometimes, but <laughs> I try not to be super biased. No. Well, you know, an Arsenal fan and United fan aren't supposed to get along, but hey, we've we've defied gravity or whatever it is. You could have killed me, but you, you were given a chance, but you did. You I'm didn't. a psychopath and so, I didn't kill you, mate. What does that say about me? You've earned my respect. Thank you. You've earned my respect. Okay. All right. Let's get your game rundown. Let's talk a little bit about the England selection. Um, and what that could mean for the Euros. And then let's end it. Let's end it. This will be the second shortest podcast on history uh, of Goals Don't Move after the one where I got COVID and you came on and we're just like, hey, Phil, it's COVID. Yeah. <laughs> second shortest. All right. Get into it, James. Let's, let the people know what you got to say. Yeah, but well, it was a bit of a – it was obviously game of the week. Um, well, I can safely say that. Um, oh, really? Yeah, mate. We've we secured, that, mean... secured that prize <laughs> for the next two weeks. Thank you very much. Put that in the back pocket. You're welcome. Um, but, oh, mate, it was a – it was a tail – it was a game of, I don't know, I'm going to say two, three-thirds because West Ham for the first 30 minutes were by far the better team and it showed as they went 3-0 up. Um, we just kind of let them – we let them kind of – we we lay off, let them have possession, and they punished us for it. Um, great first goal from uh, Jay Lings, um, and you'll be you'll be pleased to hear Phil that I accidentally captained him this week, so it worked out quite uh, quite nicely for me. He got the goals out out of the way early, and then Arsenal came back, so magnifique. Accidentally, yeah, I, I, I can't remember who I took out, but he just placed him on and bang, here we go. Anyway, that um, was on purpose. You but just no, don't admit it. Uh, it was a hundred percent. An accident, mate, and that's my stuttering is not. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. It's not a sign of guilt. It's a sign of uh, bad speaking. But anyway, um, yeah, th- first thirty minutes, West Ham by far, by far the better team. We were passive, and then really important to get that goal before half time. Um, lack of getting the, well, the deflected, deflected finish, but he was great all day. Um, that was really important for us. And then we came out, and once they went the third, once we went three 0 down, we suddenly looked like we'd arrived and realised we needed to win the game. So. Um, everyone switched on, but I think obviously Erdegaard's been getting a lot of praise, and I think that's that's fair enough. He's come on leaps and bounds the last month or so. When he was first in the team, he looked a little bit slow, a little bit um, not slow necessarily. But he just seemed to slow the play down. You know, getting the, wasn't getting the ball out of his feet, maybe not finding these passes. But he's really been finding these passes, and 
Um, it showed he was setting up, I think he set up a nice ball for Callum Chambers. He got the assist for the own goal. He whipped in a great ball. Callum Chambers was fantastic. Um, and we just kept battling. Um, we kept battling. And we, to be honest, we, to be honest, we could have won the game. Obviously, Antonio hit the post late. I don't know how he missed. Um, but I also did have him in my fantasy team and he got me two assists. So lovely, lovely. Um, but yeah, I don't know how he missed that. And we could we could have scored a couple. Saka should have scored in the first half. I think it was the first half and he was through on goal and he just hit it straight at Fabianski. So yeah, great game all round. I must admit, it was it was. For the, I'm sure for the neutral, it was brilliant. For us upstairs, the Arsenal fans, we were crying and then laughing and then crying and then laughing. So um yeah, roller coaster emotion, exactly what football you feel football's about. And um, West Ham have had a few of those in the last in the last year or so. So yeah, good game all round. Um shows a bit of fight for us, but it also just kind of sums up our season. Silly mistakes leading to goals, not turning on at the start, and then we have to bring it round. But we do have the quality, we just have to show the quality more often. That's the only problem there. So um that's the Arsenal fans rant for this week, even though we got a draw where we should have won, but then we probably could have lost as well. So that yeah, it's classic Arsenal. Um so yeah. Good, good week for yeah. the Lunas. No, I agree. Um, one point, you'll take it, right? Mm-hmm. Mid-table well, club. From the other, from the other games, you know, we beat Spurs last weekend. We got through in the Europa League, so not not too bad. We'll take it because I feel in the last couple of years we would have lost that game. So it shows some fight, which I'm I'm happy with. We haven't always shown it. Yeah, probably. I agree. Um, definitely some progress. All right, let's uh, clear up one last thing. Uh, the England call-ups. Kieran Trippier, bro. I'm trying yeah. to find the list right now. This is how lazy we are. I'd ha- I'd usually have the list. We'd review the list. I'm trying to find the damn England call-up list right now. Um, they do seem to be a lot of articles, but not. Oh, here we go. I've got a list. Yeah, do you want I me to go through article. it? Do you want me to go through it? Yeah, go 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 through it, and I'll tell you if they should be there or they shouldn't be, and who should be there instead. Okay, so the England squad to face San Marino, Albania, and Poland. The goalkeepers are Dean Henderson of Man United. Should be there. Uh, Sam Johnstone of West Bromwich Albion. Sure. And Nick Pope of Burnley. Yeah, should be there. Okay. The defenders, Ben Chilwell of Chelsea. Yeah, that's fine. Connor Cody of of Wolverhampton Wanderers. No. Like, even grab Chris Smalling. Connor Cody's not good. (laughs) Eric Dyer, Tottenham Hotspur. Sure. Reece He's not James. good either. No. Yeah, Reese James. Reese James, yeah. James good player. I, Eric Dyer's not good, but I don't know who you're going to replace him with. Yeah. Chris, Chris Smalling and Phil Jones are going to be my go-tos. Yeah, fair. Well, the, the, yeah. Well, we've got Harry Maguire up next. Great player. Absolutely should be there. He uh, is. He's a, he's a force. Yeah, it's just it's just funny. You know, we're saying about not biased. But anyway, uh, Tyrone Mings, Aston Villa. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. Luke Shaw, Man United, where he should he should definitely Ab- be there. Uh yeah, Shaw Shaw uh what's his what's his Shawberto Carlos <laughs> deserves to be there. Um John Stones, Man City, but I'm not sure if he's going. I might have someone seen yeah, not called out. Um absolutely should be there. And if he's not going, that's a shame because they're gonna need him. Yeah. Is Kyle yeah. Walker on the list? Kyle Walker is on the list, yes. I'm not shocked because Southgate has a hard on for Kyle Walker. Yeah, I, I, if we lose Wan Bissaka because of this, it's a joke. Because Kyle Walker, yes, he can run fast, but Wan Bissaka is just—I just altogether a much better right back. And I just, yeah, if we lose him, that's just ridiculous. But anyway, I'd almost even rather have Wan Bissaka playing right centre back. 
yeah. I just think like why that's where he's going to play. But unless I don't yeah. know, there was a maybe we, we kind of we kind of brainstormed it in the flat the other day and think maybe potentially maybe we've already he's already told Southgate that he's going to switch allegiances to, to Congo. So I don't know if that's true, but maybe that's a reason for him because I don't know. There's a there doesn't seem to be a reason. There's no logical reason for him not to be in the team because United have been playing well. He's been playing well, and you know he's in that you know he's in that big team. So I don't know why he wouldn't be in the squad. You know, unless there's an injury, but I don't think there is. Yeah, but he's not been called up by Congo, so right. I'm just like, what's going on? Hmm. But hey, we'll, we'll we'll move on to the uh, oh well, and the last one, the last defender is Kieran Trippier. Um, which that's who I that's who yeah. I'm like. Why is he there? Why is Kieran Trippier there? Well, it's in the Southgate had the press conference afterwards, and he said, "Oh, Trippier's had a fant- like a fantastic season. He's been banned for ten weeks the last ten weeks because he got caught ch- giving out inside information." So I didn't even know that. I forgot one. about that. Yeah, it's a strange one. But hey, maybe he's just he's going on names again, like he said he wouldn't. But anyway. Uh, yeah, that doesn't shock me one bit. He's he's a shit manager. <laughs> what we're gonna do? We're gonna move on to midfielders now. Um, and yeah, the first one on, midfield. The first one on the list is Jude Bellingham of Borussia Dortmund. Interesting, but yeah, what I mean, I'm sure there's better English midfielders, but like, let's say Jack Grealish hurt right now, right? Mm. Um, I don't know who else did you want to see? Loftus Cheek, no. Is he called up? Just uh, go through the list. Yeah, Loftus Cheek isn't called yeah. up, but yeah, Jude Bellingham, and the next one, Phil Foden. Yeah, yeah, Jesse should Lingard, which right I do now, like. Should be there. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, Mason Mount. Yeah, should be there. Uh, Calvin Phillips. Sure. Um, I feel Calvin Phillips is probably there because um, um, Madison isn't there. Or maybe maybe Lingard yeah, is there because Madison isn't there. Maybe. We got to remember Grealish and Madison are both out there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the next one is Declan Rice. Good call. Yeah, he's yeah. a good player. And I think I think the Lingard-Rice combination at West Ham has, has helped both of those two. I think Declan Rice is in England squad anyway, but I think that, that link has helped Jesse Lingard get into the squad. I think his form has probably proved he could be there anyway, but I think that might be a, an, an extra factor um, for the England setup because they've had a great link, link up so far at West Ham. Definitely. And then finally, James Ward-Prowse. Yeah, free kick specialist. Got to have yeah. one. I don't know if he'll play, but... No. But to be fair, we're playing San Marino, Albania, and Poland. So Poland's really the only kind of one we're slightly worried Give about. Give him a cap. Yeah, Give exactly. him a cap. And that's why I think You're- Bellingham should be there because he's been in and around the Richard Dortmund team. He's a youngster. Give him a go, you know? Why not? Yeah. And now we're moving on to the forwards and we go straight into Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, had a great season. Deserves to be there. And next one, Harry Kane. Uh, obviously, yeah, Hurricane deserves to be there. Marcus Rashford. Yeah, 100%. By Kayo Saka. Yeah, you could make a good good case he deserves to be there. 100% he does. And then Raheem Sterling. Absolutely. World-class player. And I think the final one, and maybe the most controversial, or the most competition for this place, is Ollie Watkins of Aston Villa. Because I, I, I know there were arguments for, for Bamford to be there. Again, with who you're playing, I don't, I don't think it hurts. Um, different player to Bamford, but yeah, works out just fine. I mean, I think, I'm not upset. I, no, and I think Bamford was. It may have been injured. He obviously played the weekend, but week, but there was definitely um, there was some rumors that he may be injured. So maybe that factored in as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's uh, that's the England squad. So we'll be good to have them going. Um, United States, no idea what's going on. So, we're not <laughs> but it is it. World Cup qualifiers, so there must be. There must be something going on, I guess. But I'm sure. 
Okay, cool. Well, that's all I've got to talk about. That was casual as hell. Glad it was casual. We're at 23 minutes. We've gone way too long because <laughs> we said we were going to do 15. But yeah, that's all I've got. James, you got anything to add? If not, sign us off and let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, I don't think I've got anything to add, Phil, so I'll get right onto it. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Remember, we won't be won't be here next week. We'll be on a, on a nice little break, but we'll see you in two weeks' time. I hope you all enjoyed the quick quick version of our podcast and apart from obviously we do like we like a little ramble but you know that's how it works phil mate always pleased to see you mate i hope all goes well at work the money 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 comes rolling in money money bucks those crispy bills uh we'll see you soon and remember everyone goals don't move goals don't move